What up, what up, what up, EDS Squad? It is your boy Eli, and welcome to another edition of EDS Squad After Dark. It is episode 23, 23, y'all. We just pumping these episodes out. I hope you guys had an amazing weekend. I hope you guys had an amazing week. And we back with another episode. Let's get into what we're going to be talking about today. So today we're going to be talking about Suzanne Douglas. Um, rest in peace. Goes out to Suzanne Douglas. Prayers and love and light goes out to her family. Um, we're going to talk about her on today. We're going to talk about Summer Walker in London on the track. Um, yeah, she... Summer... I, I want to have a conversation with you. And this is not only for Summer. This is for any woman that is in a relationship with a man. Or being in a relationship, period. It don't even have to be. You don't even have to be a woman. Just being in a relationship, period. I got some things to talk to y'all about today. Um, We're also going to talk about Chris Brown. Again, he is in the news Um, he's being sued and we're going to find out why, uh, it's disturbing why I'm, I'm not going to lie to y'all. Um, we're also going to talk about Sha'Carri, Sha'Carri Richardson. We're going to talk about all things Sha'Carri, um, on today. You're going to get my thoughts and opinions on her, um, not being able to attend the Olympics and all of that. Um, we're also going to talk about Nicki Minaj. We're going to talk about Nicki Minaj and Lil' Kim. We all uh, heard about Lil' Kim <laughs> um, asking Nicki to be in a versus with her. We're going to talk about it today. Um, we're also going to discuss Tristan Thompson. Um, he is a sicko. And um, sadly, he's not the only man who thinks like this. Um, we're going to talk about it. We're also going to discuss uh, Notori Norton and Keely Williams. Um, never thought I would be talking about Keely Williams on this podcast, but anything is possible. Um, we're going to discuss them on today. We're also going to talk about Erica Mena um, and Safari. They are again in the news, um, not for being a happy couple. Child. We're also going to discuss Little Uzi Vert. Little Uzi Vert uh, was in a altercation with another rapper, St. John. We're going to talk about it all. Um, we're also going to talk about Jeffree Star. Jeffree Star has been in the news because apparently he thinks that we care about him fucking NBA players and rappers because we really don't. Um, we're going to discuss it. We're also going to talk about uh, Bill Cosby. Yes, y'all. We're going to talk about Bill Cosby. We're going to talk about Felicia Rashad. We're going to talk about Black Twitter and cancel culture. Um, Yeah, we're going to discuss it. And we're going to talk about Miss Janet Huber. She is also in this. Um, And of course, last but not least, we're going to have a crazy sex story. Um, And with that being said, that is going to be our episode today. So stay tuned, stay locked. We'll be back right after this. This is EDS Squad After Dark. This is your boy Eli. Keep it locked.
back. Okay, yeah. So first things first. I hope you guys had an amazing week again. I hope you guys had an amazing weekend. Um, for me, this week was pretty good. Um, I've been working like a chicken with my cut my head cut off, and that's okay. Money to be made, y'all already know. When it's money to be made, I'm cool with it. Um, other than that, it's been really busy. Um, I am a owner of two podcasts. Uh, Eli's Hour of Power is out now. So on my EDS squad, After Dark fans and subscribers, um, don't forget to also find uh, Eli's Hour of Power wherever you are listening to this podcast and subscribe and check the first episode excuse me, the first episode out, Toxic Masculinity. Um, definitely, definitely a good episode. You definitely will get some jewels, some nuggets, some information out of that episode. Um, so with that being said, I've been busy promoting. Uh, I'm also starting up the YouTube channel again. So that's another beast. That's another uh, monster in itself. So, you know, I'm fully back into the social media space, and it's it's been a lot, but um, taking time for me and just focusing on me um, is definitely going to help uh, at least these next six weeks as uh, Eli's Hour of Power will be out um, for the next six weeks. Um Definitely will help me um, separate everything. So that is definitely my goal for this week coming up is to take a day. Or even if I can't get a day, take a couple hours where it's just me focusing on me and what I want to do. And that goes for all of you guys that's listening. If you feel like your workload is over the top, if you feel like your your home life is chaotic and crazy, just take a couple of minutes. My therapist tells me all the time, even if it's an hour, take that hour and devote it on whatever you want to do, um, whether that is reading a book. It's that simple from reading a book that you've been always wanting to uh, open up and read and finish to watching your favorite TV show. You haven't finished your favorite TV show because you've just been so busy. Take that hour and watch your favorite TV show. Like, please, self-care is very important. Um, I'm going to say that to my blue in the face. Um, Self-care is very important. So just take time out for you, and I will do the same. And with that being said, that wraps up the check-in portion of this podcast. Let's get into this celebrity gossip. Let's get into the mess. All right, y'all. So let me pull up my handy dandy cell phone. If y'all didn't get that uh <laughs> that nod to the iconic uh t- children's television show Blues Clues, then I don't know what to tell you. Um first things first 
I just want to give my love, my light, my prayers, my condolences to the family of Suzanne Douglas. Um, she reportedly passed away at the age of 64. Um, if you guys don't know who Suzanne Douglas is, she was an actress. She played on um, Stella Got Her Groove Back, uh, Parenthood. Um, if people still can't make a recollection, um, she played uh, Nikki Parker's sister on um, The Parkers. Um, she was the snotty, snooty uh, sister. Um, that's how I was able to correlate, you know, her, because she looked this so familiar, and I just couldn't put my just couldn't put my finger on it. And somebody mentioned that she played her uh, Monique sister on the Parkers, and I'm like, yes, I remember her. Um, so yes, gone way too soon. Um, and like I said, my prayers, my light, and my love goes out to her family at this time. So rest in peace to her. Um, let's start off with Jeffree Star, y'all. We're going to start it off a little different today because um, I do not want this episode to be two hours. So I'm timing myself. <laughs> I am definitely timing myself, y'all. So I'm going to try to get through everything. All right, so let's get into it. So Jeffree Star says he's been intimate with rappers and NBA players, but refuses to reveal their names. Um, I'm going to let y'all hear this clip. And then we'll get into the conversation at hand. So here is the clip from Jeffree Star. What's this mean? NBA guys reach out to you? Um, a lot of NBA players and rappers, yes. But I have a I have a code where I'm never gonna out them, and a lot of them have threatened to me if I ever say their names. So Jesus. the and sex is great. True. The names are invisible. What's this mean? NBA. Okay, so y'all heard. Um, my thoughts and opinions. Jeffrey. And this is not his first time saying this, but my thing is, what do you want us to do with this information? Okay, you are getting fucked by NBA players and rappers. Okay, do you want a cookie? Like you're like, there's no bragging points in in this because a, you're fucking these men, and they're not claiming you. You're fucking these men, and only the only thing they want is your ass and your in your throat, and that's it. And dare you say anything about our our tryst, or we're gonna kill you. So again, I'm trying to figure out, and I'm trying to see where the flex comes in, where the flex, excuse me, comes in, because there is none. Um, are you excited that black? You know, you're a fucking black man. Like, I, I just want to understand as to why this needs to, why this needed to be said, and for what, for what. You fucking black men is not gonna make the black community say, "Oh my gosh, he's fucking black men." Let's fuck with Jeffrey Star. 
that it's not giving that. If anything, it's just further proving that you look at us as a fetish um, and nothing more. Um, and to the NBA players and rappers that are fucking this, I just want to say women... Y'all have to be private investigators in 2021. And it sucks that you even have to do that in this day and age, but you have to. Um, And this goes to celebrity uh, wife, celebrity girlfriends, all the way down to, you know, everyday girlfriends, everyday wives. It's sad, but you have to be a private investigator. And sometimes you even have to look at his friends. And again, a lot, that's been the topic this week. You, The women are so focused on trying to find out if your man is cheating on you with Katrina and Fifi and Muffy and... Nine times out of ten, he's cheating on you with Derek, his homeboy of 10, 15 years. He's cheating on you with Rob. Yeah, the same Rob that is your child's godfather and his best friend since fifth grade. Yeah, he's been fucking him. Like, at this point in time and day and age, we have to look everywhere because this... (laughs) is very alarming. NBA players, I have not yet heard of an openly gay NBA player. A lot of NBA players are married. So there's that. And then rappers. I, I, I don't know any openly... Openly gay rappers. The only openly gay rapper I do know is Lil Nas X. And he ain't fucking little Nas X. And some rappers are actually married. So again, it's like, if anything, you just proved to the world that women, again, need to be policing or not policing. I feel like you shouldn't police no man. If you have to police a man, you shouldn't be with him. Um, But looking into everybody, including his homeboy that he knew since fifth grade. Jeffrey's. I have nothing more to give to you. Next case. Um, so let's get into um Chris Brown. So Chris Brown is being sued by his former housekeeper after she was attacked by his dog. Um, the dog allegedly ripped chunks from her face, arms, and body. Mm. Let's get into the story. Shout out to the Neighborhood Talk. Um, 
Chris Brown's housekeeper is about to be singing Gimme That. Child, because that would be me too. As she plans to sue him after his dogs allegedly attacked her while she was cleaning his house. The housekeeper, known as Jane Doe, to you know keep her identity protected, claims that after she was viciously attacked by his dogs, she was just sitting in a pool of her own blood until the cops arrived. Doe states, I was emptying out the trash somewhere outside when out of nowhere this massive canine appeared and began tearing into my skin. The dog started ripping chunks of my flesh off my face arms, and body, and left me in a bloody mess. Wow. Reports state that her sister was also on the scene at the time of this incident, and her sister states that Brown was home at the time, but he never once came out to help them, even with them screaming and crying following the attack. Um, Once the authorities arrived on the scene, Doe explains that she told the officers what happened, but Brown was acting confused and misleading as he told the cops he didn't know what happened or who let the dogs out. As of now, Doe is suing Brown for major damages, and no word has been heard from Brown nor his team. Of course not. But he can come back two seconds later after it's been allegedly revealed that you hit a woman so hard her wig came off. You was you was very eager to clap back then, but this you wait in and you you want you 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 hush mouth. I believe this story and I believe it because come on, it's niggas. They have these big ass dogs. They be having these vicious ass dogs and don't really be taking care of them the way that they should be. Um and of course, Chris Brown is not going to say that nothing after the situation. Isn't it true that if a dog does these kind of attacks, they're going to be put down? Of course, he's not going to say nothing. His dogs are going to be have to be put down for this situation. And a part that just makes me disgusted with Chris Brown is that this lady was literally laying in a pool of her own blood and you did not do anything. You did not see anything. You did not help. Chris Brown, I'm pretty sure you have a big, you know, a big house, of course. But with that big house, I know you have a camera and a security system. So you seen this woman. You saw this woman uh, pleading for help. And her sister had to be the one to help her. Girl, take him for all the money you can take him for, girl. Because for me, if that was me, Chris Brown, you would be sued for everything, bitch. And I would be petty not knowing that I'm not going to get half of this shit. But I just want to let you know, bitch, that you literally, her face. These dogs attacked her face, her arms, and her body. Ripped chunks. It wasn't no little bites. Like, they was literally mauling her. And Chris Brown was nowhere to be found. Like, who, like, what? And then all of a sudden, you don't know who let the dogs out. Very convenient. Very, very convenient. 
child, Chris Brown. I'm going to keep it cute. Chris Brown, go on somewhere. Next case. All right, so let's get into Erica Mena. Erica Mena. Um, so Erica Mena has been going back and forth for Safari because we all know that they are getting a divorce. Um, at least that's what it is at this moment, that they're still getting their divorce. Um, we all know Love and Hip Hop has returned. It returned um, this past Monday. So, you know, shenanigans, storylines, and just it's just going to be over the top for these Love and Hip Hop stars. So just I'm warning y'all already. Um... So apparently Safari is moved on and he's been bringing his girl. Her name is Kaylin Garcia. And apparently he brought her on a date um, to one of his parties that celebrated his birthday. A white party in Miami to celebrate his birthday because his birthday just passed. Um... Kaylin immediately clapped back once it was re- revealed that she was with Safari um, at this uh, birthday party. And, you know, I'm pretty sure people was in her comments like, girl, what you doing? He's a married man, girl. Get your life. Ah, 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 ah. So Kaylin clapped back and wrote, for years I have been myself, no blogs, no drama. Of course, girl, you're a regular degla schmegla. Um, I'm a woman who is about accountability and morals. The fact that I have been called out for absolutely nothing to me is insane. Me and Safari are friends and nothing more. Thanks. Everyone stay blessed. And let's continue to spread love and light. So, Kaylin is um, denying the claims. So Erica Mena claps back and she says, so Kaylin, you've been fucking my husband all weekend in Miami. We have a son who was just born and still isn't home yet. Did he tell you that when he was telling you to lay low and probably spread it wide? Woo. And then she came back again. Uh, real talk, I've been in the shoes of dealing with a man who lived a double life, and I had no clue he was married. Girl, stop the lies. You knew. And if you're talking about DJ Envy, uh, Erica Mena, you're a fucking liar. Everybody in this world knew that DJ Envy was married and had 100 damn kids. Stop the fucking lies. Next case. I'm Like, I'm not even going to do that to you, girl, today, but stop the fucking lies. You knew DJ Envy was married, so we're not going to do that. You know Safari is married. Who didn't know that? Not to mention, he he's real friends with Joe Budden, your ex. Girl. Mm. It, Safari just had a baby who he hasn't seen in four days that's in the NICU. That's also no secret. I'm blasting both of you since he told you to lay low tonight. Clearly, you both know I found out y'all been fucking all weekend. My son, not even a week old yet, and he, and he fucking you down. 
I hope this is something you're proud of, Shorty. This man lost his whole family officially. I wish you both the best. Erica. Now, I, and, 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 okay, before I even get into Erica, I just want to say I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Erica, when it comes to his priorities is nowhere to be found. Like, you literally just gave birth to his son. And your your son has complications that have him still in the hospital, and this fuck nigga is in Miami partying, popping bottles while you're at home dealing with this situation. He ain't shit. But see, this is my thing with y'all. Y'all be knowing these niggas ain't shit, and y'all don't give a fuck. And I told you this, Erica, a couple weeks ago. You were the main one. Fiending for Safari, especially with that whole Nikki shit. You was in it. You you loved you loved being messy. You loved being petty. You love showing showing off this nigga. And look what he has done to you in the time that y'all have been together. Y'all have two children together, and y'all literally have been dragging each other through the mud since the beginning. Erica, you have also, and this is in no way, because I, 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 I understand it, but at the same time, you reap what you sow. In fact, we reap more than what we sow. You was in a whole relationship with a married man, and I don't give a damn what you say. He could have been telling you, yeah, we wasn't married, we're not together, girl. You know DJ Envy. You can look him up and find out. And I'm pretty sure you looked him up and found out. Like, come on with the lies for me. Like, please. Please. Just say you was, it was at the time of your life and you did what you did and that's what it is. But the lies, I'm not going to be here for. You were with a married man and got caught up. See, that's why you have to be careful what you do in this life. Because the shit that you do to people, nine times out of ten, if you're not lucky and if you're not careful, it'll be happening to you as well. And it's sad that you are in this state, but we have to also take accountability for the things that we have done to get us to this point. Erica, I feel for you because nobody, especially a married woman, no married woman should be having to have a child, especially a child with complications and that's still in the hospital. No, no married woman should have to go through that alone. Absolutely not. And Safari, you ain't shit. You ain't never been shit. And the way you're going, you're not going to be shit. And that's all I have to say, cause child, I'm I'm really trying to bridle my tongue with this situation. Next case. So let's go on to Tristan Thompson. So Tristan Thompson reportedly believes that he can win Khloe Kardashian back after latest cheating scandal. Um he says she will never leave. Um, let's get into the story. Um, according to a report by The Mirror, Tristan Thompson is confident he'll win his ex, Khloe Kardashian, back. 
after his latest cheating scandal. A source has told Heat that the sports star is planning a grand gesture to win her back. The source stated she kicked Tristan out and ditched her engagement ring, but he says it won't last. He says that Chloe will never leave him as they got too much history. Last time she dumped him, he sent flowers and spent loads of money on jewelry, spa days, and getaways for her. And true, and she's a sucker for treats. Um, child, if this isn't the most narcissistic pig-headed douchebag predator Chloe this is why we have been dragging you. Because when you keep taking these niggas back after they keep doing fuck shit to you, this is the mindset that they get. They get, bitch, I can do anything I want, and all I have to do is do this, that, and the third, and you coming back to me. This is why we tell y'all to leave y'all men when they cheat and when they continue to cheat. Because they get this mindset that bitch, you 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 was with me when I cheated the first time. You you left me for a little bit, then you took me back. I cheated again. You left me again, but you took me back, bitch. They, you created this, uh, Chloe. You created this monster who thinks, bitch, all I have to do is spend bread on you and true, and you back in my good, and I'm back in your good graces. People in the comments dragging Tristan, going off on Tristan. I, 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 yeah, Tristan ain't shit. Tristan hasn't never been shit. Like, when has he been shit? Like, when has he been any, like, when has he? So, let's not pretend like, come on. He's always been not shit. But Chloe is the person with the power in this. She's always had the power. And and, and, and and it's sad because she always keeps going back to this man. Will she go back to him? I can say no. Like, after this comment, no, she's never going to go back to him. But he has done worse. And she's, and she's, and she's went back. So, child, I don't know. I really don't know. But, Chloe, this is a warning sign. Are you going to adhere to it? That's all I have to say about the situation to keep it cute. All right, y'all. We're going to take a break. We got to pay some bills up in this bitch. And when we come back, we still have um, Shakari. We still have Nikki and Little Kim. We still have Bill Cosby, Felicia Rashad, Jenna Huber. Uh, Notori Norton, Keely Williams. So stay tuned, stay locked. This is EDS Squad After Dark. We'll be back after this. And we're back. So let's get into uh, Shikari. 
So Shakari Rob Richardson, I said Robinson, child. Shakari Richardson. Uh first off, shout out to her. Um she I saw one of her races. That girl is something serious. Like before I even get into all of my commentary on this situation, this girl is something serious. And she would have been a problem in the Olympics. She would have been a problem. Which, you know, brings me to, you know, what we have to talk about with her. Um, Over the past week, you know, she was in the news for uh, getting accepted into the Olympic trial. You know, she she won her Olympic trials. And uh, she was set to be in the the, the 2021 Olympics. Um, and she took a drug test and it came pos- it, it came up positive for uh, marijuana. And it was announced that she cannot run in the Olympic 100 meter race. And the black community in general went the hell off. And for the life of me, I didn't understand why. Like, and then when I went to Twitter and started looking at the comments and the posts and stuff like that, people were trying to, there was two things. One People was trying to equate her not being able to be in the Olympics to her race and her being black. And I want to tell you um, that has nothing to do this this situation in particular doesn't have anything to do with her race. Um, this would have happened to anybody that is. Um, in the Olympics, trying to be in the, the Olympics, uh, made it to the Olympics, you know, all of that. This is what would have happened across the board. And then you had people uh, trying to use uh, Michael Phelps' uh, situation with hers. And smart people that actually go out and do their research um, would know that Michael Phelps' situation was totally different. He got caught with um, the bong after the uh, Olympics, and he still was uh, penalized because of that. He lost a lot of his endorsements, and pretty much all of them, and he was uh, suspended as well for, I think, 30 days. I forgot how many days it was, but he was suspended as well. So he definitely got penalized for his situation. So again, I was still trying to really figure out why y'all were mad. And I just had to stop because it was like, y'all are mad just to be mad. Would I want, would want this, you know, 
woman to be in the Olympics and kill the damn thing. And, and, and of course, I'm all for everybody, especially my black brothers and sisters out here. I'm all for them breaking records and doing their damn thing. But, and I understand, you know, her mom passed away. She was going through a lot. I can only imagine how that feels. I have lost a parent, but I just think it's a little bit different sometimes when it when it goes to when you lose your mother, whereas when you lose your father. So with that being said, I, I can only imagine what she's going through. But at the same time, you sign, I'm pretty sure you sign a contract, you sign some type of a um, document that's states that you cannot use drugs. You cannot, you know, use drugs at any point um, in the preparation, during, and sometimes after, you know, especially if you're going to try to go to a different, um, if you're trying to go to like the World Games or you're waiting to go to the Olympics, the because uh, it's the Summer Olympics and then there's, you know, like the regular Olympics. So it's just like, you knew this, you made a dumb decision in the heat of the moment, and now you have to pay the consequences. And um, it's a learning lesson. Take it, learn from it. And don't do it again and prep and get ready because like Cardi B said in you know, one of her Instagram videos encouraging Shakari, she said, you know, take it out of less take it as a lesson, go out, train harder, and I'm telling you people are going to be anticipating your return. Whether you're going to do the World Games, which I'm hearing that I think she's going to do them. I'm not sure. Or if you're going to wait until the Olympics in three and a half, four years from now. It's a lesson. Take it and do better. We're rooting for you, Shakari. I'm rooting for you. Y'all already know how I give it up. I root for everything black for the most part. Um, and that's on that. Let's get into um, let's get into Nikki and uh, Little Kim. Actually, before we get into Nikki and Little Kim, let's get into London on the track and Summer Walker. All right, so Summer Walker, um, Summer Walker recently reposted some interesting comments from London on the track's baby mama's post of uh, London. And uh, his daughter, I guess London on the track posted a picture of him and his daughter. Um, it looked it like they were um, 
he was playing the piano and she was, you know, on top of it. And he probably was like trying to teach her a song or something. It was, it looked very uh, cute. Um, now, some of these comments that Summer Walker reposted, I'm going to read to you guys. So it says, now we saw you trying to blame Summer for his absences. A man either will or won't. Her presence had nothing to do with that. Um, then she had posted, so you was mad because he moved on. But all of a sudden that him and Summer split up, you over the moon, LMFAO, real definition of a better baby mama. Um, then there's another one that says a woman cannot make a real man be absent in his child's life. I promise I'm not coming on here to be messy, but don't, please don't absolve him from any wrongdoing. He's 100% accountable for the relationship or lack thereof with his child. Summer Walker. I want to have a conversation with you, and I want to have a conversation with anybody that's especially in this type of situation where um, they're with, they were with a man um, who had multiple baby mothers, and they and they themselves are now a part of the baby mother uh, team. Um. Summer, you have gotten on Instagram, Twitter, whatever social media you be using, and literally degraded, berated, encouraged, shown love and loyalty to this man for all of the world to see, right? You talk shit about other people and baby mother situations and how you're not going to be a part of that. You ain't, you're going to be better. You're going to do things different. And you literally are in the same boat as these women that you talked so much shit about. You knew who London on the track was. Just like the same everyday women that may be going through this situation knows who your man is. You know him. You knew he wasn't shit in the beginning. Because if he's spending time with you and not spending time with his children, that's an issue that's going to come up in the future. Especially if you guys have children together. So, again, that's a warning sign. But, see, y'all don't look at it as a warning sign. Y'all like that shit because he's paying attention to me. He's taking me everywhere. We doing this and that and the third together. I, 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 I'm, he's getting all of my time. So, you don't care. You don't understand that you are nine times out of ten going to become one of his baby mothers and... You better hope he doesn't do the same thing to you. But again, you're living in the moment. You're you're the one at this point. 
or at this time, so you don't have no care in the world. Now you're on the outs and you're experiencing the same things these other women were experiencing and you can't take. You can't understand, you can't get why, you can't, you can't take. But like I said in the beginning, you knew who he was in the beginning. Summer, we don't care. Your audience does not care because we have warned you about London on the track before you even got pregnant with him, with his child. We warned you and you did not care. You talk shit. You said, oh, I, this is why I don't be posting shit on Facebook. This is why I don't post shit on social media. But yet you post everything on social media. So it doesn't make sense. We warned you. We told you that you're going to become a baby mother and you're going to experience the exact same things these baby moms have been telling you. And you have not been believing because in your mind, he doesn't do no wrong because he's spending time with you and he's telling you everything you want to hear. But now you feeling it. Now you catching it. Summer, we don't care. And I, I, we don't care. We don't care. This is who you picked, right? This is your man and you're going to stick beside him, right? So stick beside him. In private. Next case. I'm done talking about her. Like, it just be, like... You be knowing who these niggas are, and then y'all act surprised when they do the same thing that they was doing to the baby mothers that you seen. You seen this girl. You seen all of those countless amount of times that these baby moms has been hitting him up, trying to get in contact with him for whatever reason. But you weren't. You were just kikiing. You were thinking this shit was cute. You were saying how these baby mothers are obsessive, how they be doing the most, how they always, ah, 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 and now you're the baby mother that has to do the same thing. How does it feel? Summer, go, go sit down somewhere. Please go sit down. Because we don't care about you or London on the track. We don't give a fuck. Next case. So let's get into Nikki and Little Kim. Nikki, Little Kim versus. All right, so by now, y'all should know that um, Little Kim was at the BET Awards when DJ Envy asked her uh, who would she like to be in a versus with, and she said Nicki Minaj. Um, when I heard that news, when I saw this clip, I literally um, was speechless. I was speechless on so many reasons, but I was speechless because I never thought that Kim would would pick Nikki to do a versus with. Out of everybody, I never would have thought, I never would have thought she pick, you know, Nikki. So I, I'm literally like dumbfounded. I'm like, what? And then my first thing was like, I don't. That doesn't make sense. Like Kim, you're in the '90s, early 2000s. 
Nikki is the 2010s to president. Two different eras. But then, you know, I started listening to other people. I started looking at other people's commentary and thoughts and opinions on the situation. And it definitely opened my eyes and opened my mind to something totally different. And it's just like, I feel like Kim is at a point in her life that she just doesn't want no negative energy. She doesn't, like, she doesn't. She don't want no negative energy. She just wants to... She wants everybody to win. I, I feel like she's in a different space. She's in a different space. And I always knew that she was starting to be in that different space ever since she had that interview. I don't know who it was. And um, she wished Nikki well and stuff like that. She was like, she's over the beef. It's, it, it, it came, it, it happened, and it did what it did. I have no ill will to her. I wish nothing but the best from her. I knew then that, you know, Kim was starting to, you know, heal and get over those issues. And just this situation, you know, it kind of confirms that. And she's just in a different space. She's in a different uh, place in her life where she just feels like, imagine me, little Kim, and Nikki coming together, squashing the beef and doing the verses, what that can do for rap and female rap in a whole. Like, and I see it, and I see, and I, I understand it, and I get it. Um, now, my only thing is, is Nicki Minaj going to accept? People are saying, no, she's not going to accept. Why would she accept? Um, there's just so many different reasons why people don't think she should accept, why she should accept. I feel like Nikki should accept. And I feel like Nikki should accept because A, it's for the culture. Um, it's, it's a celebration. And B, um, we're not telling you to be best friends and go out to dinner with each other and go on shopping sprees and all of that. I'm definitely not saying that. But at least be cordial when you see each other in spaces. Um, and just appreciate each other's artistry and music in which I brought to this uh, industry. I definitely, definitely think you guys should do this versus. Um, Nikki took to Instagram yesterday, um, Tuesday, and she wrote, um, there's something I urgently need to share with you guys. I'll go live on IG Thursday at 10.30 p.m. No, I won't be late. In fact, I'll be early. This is very, very, very important. Love you guys so much. Um, I wonder what she has to tell us. Um, people saying album, the documentary that's supposed to be dropping soon. Some people think it's, she's responding to the Kim versus, I don't know what she's going to talk about. And if that's not the primary thing, I, I feel like she is going to uh, say something about that. Um, 
And if it is about the versus child, we break your internets. <laughs> so I don't know, but it's I'm definitely interested to see what Nikki has to say. So I know you guys will know by the time you guys listen and hear this podcast, you guys will know all of the and all of the uh, ins and outs of that live. So we will definitely talk about that next week. Um, Little C's uh, took to, uh, he had a, Little C's from Junior Mafia had did a little interview, and um, he says the versus battle between Little Kim and Nicki Minaj will be good for the culture. He said it's a battle. It's not a battle, excuse me. It's a celebration, and that's what I believe. Um, these verses we call them versus battles, but they're not really battles. They're more celebrations of music, celebrations of artistry, and just giving flowers to artists and producers and people in the music industry, um, giving them their flowers while they're still here to receive them. So I'm I'm here for it if they do decide to do it. Um, so let's get into Bill Cosby. Um, the last topic, I believe. Let me go through and see if there's anything else I need to talk about before I get into Bill Cosby. And it looks like I don't. So let's get into Bill Cosby. All right, yeah. So Bill Cosby is out. He is a free man. Um, um, he was released from prison after the court overturns his sexual assault conviction, um, which... People have been saying since, you know, he got, you know, his he got convicted and he was sent to jail. People have just been saying that the trial was not fair. It was too fast. The evidence wasn't all the way right. It just They just said the trial just was not a fair trial. And that is something that we are all entitled to, whether we are guilty or not guilty. It's a fair trial. So, um, with that being said, he, he got released, and um, a lot of people were not here for it. A lot of people were here for it, and um, my thoughts, um. Y'all know how I am when it comes to sexual assault and victims and stuff like that. I believe the victim every single time. Um, in this case, we all know Bill Cosby admitted to, you know, doing these heinous acts. And for that, I don't fuck with Bill Cosby like that. But... Um, I don't know. It's just it's just very sad. This whole situation is. It's sad. Because he was so loved by so many. He he was in so many people's households. He people have grown up a, a, a whole generation of black people have grown up, you know, with his influence with the Cosby show. Um a different world. 
like people really fat albert like people really it's just it's just really sad and it's 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 disheartening and um with that being said felicia rashad his co-star from the cosby show um she took to instagram she took to Instagram, and let me see if I can uh, pull up her original tweet. And I don't, I had it, but okay. Oh, yeah, here it goes. She wrote, finally, a terrible wrong is being righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected. Um, that's what she wrote the day he was released. And, of course, Twitter, Instagram went off like off they went off on miss rashad and that's her friend she knows more about him than we than i do i'm gonna keep it to me she knows more about Bill Cosby than I do. When does opinions just, when do they start to turn into, oh, you don't care about sexual assault victims. Oh, he's a rapist. You, you, you. You're keeping for rapists. You, you. I, 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 I. When does it turn into that? When it's just she feels like her friend that she known for all these many years. She feels and she, you know, in this case, in this situation, it was a miscarriage of justice, and you know. And then we all know that the trial was was not done properly. How do you not know that she was talking about the whole fact that his trial was not there from day one? How do you know she's not talking about finally, you know, he's out because he shouldn't have this, that, and the third. His trial wasn't this, that, and the third. Like, how do you not know? But see, y'all take shit and y'all run with it. And I'm going to take a little break. And when I come back, we are going to get more into the situation. Um, Keely Williams and Natari Norton get in this uh, situation as well. And Janet Huber as well chimes in. So we have a lot to discuss. This is EDS Squad After Dark. We'll be back right after this. And we're back. So let's get back into it. So y'all toho up on Black Twitter. Which I feel like everybody's entitled to their opinion. And the way that y'all literally. <sighs> All right. 
So Felicia speaks out after receiving backlash for supporting Bill Cosby. She wrote, I fully support survivors of sexual assault coming forward. My post was in nowhere intended to be insensitive to their truth. Personally, I know from friends and family that such abuse has lifelong residual effects. My heartfelt wish is for healing. Felicia. Very classy comment. Um, then Janet Huber. If nobody knows who Janet Huber is, she played uh, Aunt Viv on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. She will always be the dark-skinned Aunt Viv. She will always be our Aunt Viv. We don't know what that light skin I don't even Child, the real Aunt Viv. So y'all know who Janet Huber is, the real Aunt Viv. So, with that being said, she wrote, Felicia, what are you thinking? I don't know I don't know you, but to say this was terribly wrong, everyone knew what he was doing back then. How could you not? Get your umbrella, sister. Here comes the, the shit shower, I'm pretty sure. I'm outraged that he has been released. Yes, he is an old, guilty man. Um, I would have said he's old, he's out, and I'm happy for him, but he's still guilty. I know five women who have not come forward. Enough, y'all. We know better. Powerful men do wrong things, black or white. Okay, um... So somebody clap back because that this would have been my next statement. Um, somebody wrote everyone missing the part where she said everyone knew what he was doing back then. She ain't say nothing. Um, Janet clapped back and said, oh, but I have. You just didn't bother to listen because you were all too busy. Something over Fresh Prince. Um, too busy. I don't even want to know, but girl, you vulgar, sis. <laughs> but that's my that 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 would have been my follow up question. Like y'all all keep saying y'all knew this back then. Y'all knew ah 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 he been doing this for this that and the third. But y'all literally have not said nothing. The same thing with R. Kelly. Y'all all were saying, oh, we been new. Yeah, we knew this, but y'all have never said anything in fact at this point i'm starting to look at the people that know these things and don't say nothing i'm starting to look at you in the same light as the actual person because why wouldn't you say anything when this man has literally been drugging and taking advantage of women why wouldn't you say anything but you're a pro-woman you're pro-black you're pro all of this, but you you won't say nothing. And girl, um, Janet, I love you down, sis, but you were not saying anything about Bill Cosby. Your whole shtick after you left the French Prince of Bel-Air was fuck Will and fuck that show. It has been that ever since you have left that show and you are well in your right to feel that way because what he did back then was fucked up. But at the same time, 
we're not going to sit up here and shout out no lies because none of y'all was saying shit about no Bill Cosby and no late 90s, early 2000s. Y'all was not saying shit. You was not. And then somebody else wrote it, how everyone knew, how come y'all ain't do nothing about it? And she wrote back, no one believes black women. Did you believe me all those years? Nope. You always take the side of the one with the most money. I believe it's called cancel culture. There's no such thing as cancel culture. And I'm tired of y'all keep saying cancel culture. There's no such thing as cancel culture when, let's peep it a buck, who has been successfully canceled? What Name me one person that everybody successfully canceled, and they're canceled to this day, successfully. And I can hear y'all now saying Chrisette Michelle. Um, Chrisette Michelle, let's keep it a buck. Was people fucking with Chrisette Michelle prior to the Trump uh, performance? Okay then. So she wasn't she was not canceled. Sis was never on to be canceled. No shade to Chrisette Michelle. But let's keep it a bug. Sis was not on to be canceled. So again, name me one person who was successfully canceled. I digress. So um anyways, continuing on. Black Twitter, y'all was dragging Felicia Rashad. Y'all was going off, going crazy. Just think pieces after think pieces, video after video, just dragging her, dragging her legacy. Y'all not fucking with her no more. And then y'all got Howard University's attention. If y'all have been listening to my podcast, y'all would know that um, Felicia Rashad is the dean at Howard University for uh, the music, the um, entertainment and art, the entertainment arts uh, department. And y'all have literally created so much of a controversy that y'all had Howard uh put out a statement and they wrote survivors of sexual assault will always be our priority while Dean Rashad has acknowledged in her follow-up tweet that victims must be heard and believed her initial tweet lacked sensitivity towards survivors of sexual assault personal positions of university's leadership do not reflect Howard University's policies. We will continue to advocate for survivors fully and support their right to be heard. Howard will stand with survivors and challenge systems that will deny them justice. We have full confidence that our faculty and school leadership will live up to this sacred commitment. Um, They eventually, they did not fire her. Um, She just has to take a like sexual assault classes, sensitivity classes, and this, that, and the third. When did y'all get this week? And I hate to and I hate to say that, but I have to say it. 
Y'all literally, and mind you, in no way do I condone Bill Cosby and the shit that he did in no way, shape or form. Let me make that very clear. But this lady had an opinion about her friend. Let me read the tweet. Let me read the Instagram post again. Maybe I don't know. Finally, a terrible wrong is being righted and miscarriage of justice is corrected. But what did she say? What was fucking wrong? She just felt like her friend shouldn't have been in jail. So he's out. And she thought it was wrong for him to be in jail, which in the way that he was locked up was wrong. The trial was not fair. So it was wrong for him. Like, of course, he's guilty. And of course, he did need to serve jail time. But the way that the courts went about it was wrong. So they overturned his conviction. So again, I, I don't understand wh why it turned into Howard University basically warning Felicia to get her life. Like, this is why celebrities don't come out and say shit about nothing. This is why they don't endorse nobody. This is why they don't say, because when they do, y'all do this shit. Y'all drag it to the end of the earth, and then y'all get into their personal lives and infect their back, their backs personally. For an opinion that you can agree to disagree with. If you felt like this nigga should stay in jail, that's your opinion and live with it. Just like she feels like he shouldn't have been in jail. And she, and, and the thing that also like is mind boggling to me is the fact that Felicia Rashad has always stood by Bill Cosby. Before, ever since this whole situation unfolded, Felicia Rashad has been that's my friend, and I'm sticking beside him. So now, all of a sudden, he comes out, and y'all want to pretend that she just now always didn't have, she just now has this mindset when she always had this mindset when it came to Bill Cosby. Again, y'all is focusing on the wrong things. Focus on the reason, the reasoning why. We still have not gotten that George Floyd bill passed. Y'all is worrying about the wrong things. And it's and it's like they want y'all to worry about the wrong things. Like these situations, they want to happen because they want y'all off y'all rockers, off y'all swivels, and focusing on shit that really, at the end of the day, had nothing to do with none of us. Y'all are going to see more and more celebrities not tell y'all shit. And then y'all going to be wondering why y'all celebs and y'all faves are not open and honest about things. It's because they can't be open and honest about things because y'all are so fucking sensitive. 
And anything that they say or do, y'all are ready to jeopardize their whole careers. But yet, y'all not keeping the same energy with y'all government leaders. Who got y'all living on pennies. Who is letting y'all police department gun y'all peoples down left and right? Like y'all worrying about the wrong things and y'all putting y'all energy and focuses on the wrong thing. And there's no, yeah, we can do both. No, 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 no. Because this has nothing to do with you. This is not one of those situations where action needs to be taken. He has already been convicted and he has already did what he was supposed to he served this time he's out now and it is what it is he can't be retried so again focusing on things that does not need to be focused on and then we have uh notori norton she uh, comes in and she writes the following. Uh, we are black people. We, uh, no, she said, why are black people so quick to cancel each other? We are allowed to have different opinions and it doesn't make you anti anything. Felicia Rashad, I stand with you. The hashtag The Cosby Show changed lives. And I, 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 and I'm with, I'm, I am with Notori Norton. We're not. Uh, why would y'all want everybody to have the same opinion as you? That makes everything in this life boring. The whole point of us having these conversations is that people are going to have different opinions, and we are to sit and listen and, you know, understand people's different points of views. And it's just the way that y'all literally have done this woman is literally disgusting when y'all don't keep the same energy for shit that really matters. That's the point that kill, is killing me with this situation. Y'all are focusing on this woman taking up for her friend when you have a whole fucking government who don't want to feed y'all and don't want to give y'all fucking money and when y'all and then when they do they give me y'all 12 they giving us 12 little 1200 little fucking dollars like come on where is y'all priorities so then somebody was being messy and they uh tagged keely uh williams uh, and wrote Keely, come look at this. And if people don't know who Keely Williams is, Keely Williams, she was uh, her 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 bandmate on in three LW. They was in three LW together. Um, and you know they fell out and all of that stuff. And Keely had clapped back and wrote O M F and G. Somebody bring me a two piece. She talking crazy again. Now, people don't uh, realize or don't understand this uh, tweet. It was alleged some years ago um, the reason why Notori left the group completely is because her and Keely got into a physical altercation, which led to her, uh, Keely, 
hitting uh notori north notori with the uh chicken dinner box um and keely for the life of everything is holy she has always um denied oh it didn't happen no that did not happen we did not do that uh so it's just funny all of a sudden now you're admitting to hitting her with a, a chicken dinner box. Keely, you're trash. You're just as much as trash. If Bill Cosby and Felicia Rashad is trash, you're just as much as trash as them. If that's the case, girl, go 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 play with your go play with your kids. Please go play with your kids. Um. And my final thoughts and opinions on the Bill Cosby thing is, like I said, like, we have more pressing things to be worrying about. Bill Cosby, he got, he went to jail, he got convicted, he served time. Of course, it wasn't the time that everybody would have hoped, but he served time. The, 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 The conviction got overturned and he's out. Get over it. And I said what I said. And with that being said, we're going to wrap up the hot topics, the mess, the drama. And when we come back, we're going to get into the crazy sex story. This is EDS Squad After Dark. This is your boy Eli. We'll be back after this. And we're back, so let's get on into it. But before I get into what I want to talk about, um, I just want to, again, thank all of my subscribers, all of my listeners, all of my people that support. I, sh- I Y'all really don't understand, and y'all really don't know, like, the the gratitude of things I have for each and every last one of you guys. Um. It's been a long journey, and we still got, you know, some ways to go. And I'm excited to see where it goes. But I would be remiss to not thank my supporters and my my squad and my upper elites all over the world. First things first, I want to shout out to, you know, my neck of the woods shout out to new york shout out to upstate new york for checking you know me out i fucks with all of y'all you know i see shout out to schenectady albany uh the bronx um kingston um hudson uh there was a couple other uh spots in new york shout out to all of y'all for messing with me um shout out to the united states shout out to all of my people all over the united states uh i'm pretty much um being heard in all 50 states so i i I do thank y'all um shout out to all of uh my international uh supporters um i'm going to read y'all uh, places out loud. Um, again, before I get into it, uh, I don't <laughs> know how to pronounce a lot of a lot of these places. Um, 
y'all know how to and <laughs> it's the thought that counts and i love all of y'all so don't take it no way um so shout out to uh, my ireland peeps my irish uh family i think y'all um i think it's leanister leanester uh ireland shout out to y'all Shout out to the UK. Y'all already know I ref shot heavy. I fucks with y'all heavy. Y'all know I loves me the UK. Um, shout out to England. I love all of y'all. Um, shout out to my Germany uh, peeps and my Germany squad members at Upper Elite. Shout out to Hesse, Derv, Re, India, uh, and Lamb Berlin, Germany. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to my Canadians. Y'all already know I rep y'all. One of my favorite people in the whole entire world is from Canada, and that's Trish Stratus. So y'all already know I live for my Canadians. Uh, shout out to Quebec, Canada. Shout out to Alberta, Canada. I love all y'all. Um, shout out to my Russians. My Russians. I love y'all. Shout out to Moscow, Russia. I love all each and every last one of you guys. Shout out to my people out in Japan. When I seen Japan, I literally gagged. Cause I'm like, yo, all the way out in Japan, people is checking me out. Uh, shout out to Tokyo. Uh, shout out to Kyoto, Japan. I love each and every last one of you guys. And um, uh, 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 yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I, and I'm telling you guys, there's more countries and there's more people. And I will be shouting you guys out as the weeks progress. So don't think that I am forgetting about your country, forgetting about your locations. I will be shouting you guys out in the weeks coming. So don't fret. Again, like I said, shout out to all of my squad members in my local area. Shout out to all of my regional squad members. Shout out to all my uh, national in the United States. Shout out to all of my squad members out in the uh, United States. Shout out to all of my international squad members from all countries, all continents. I love, 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 love you guys so much. Um, so let's get into what I wanted to talk about. Um so basically, we're not doing a sex crazy sex story. My sex life <laughs> is non-existent. Like I told y'all last week, is non-existent, and um, which is a good thing, you know. Um, I have uh, other matters and other things to put my focus on, and um, sometimes sex can be a distraction. A lot of the times it could be a distraction. Let, let, let me keep it a let me keep it a buck. Um, a lot of the time it could be a distraction. So you know, I am taking the vow of celibacy. I've been celibate. Um, what is this July, right? Um, I've been celibate since uh February. So. April, May, June, so about four months. So, and child, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard, but um, at the same time, it's not. I, you know what? You know what? I find I find um 
putting your energy into your passions, putting your energy into your hobbies and into your careers uh, really helps um, you not think about that that type of stuff. Um, and I and I find me uh, being busy with you know this podcast, Eli's Hour of Power, which is out now. Um, and EDS Squad TV, I find, you know, that and, you know, me working my job and stuff like that, um, those, that takes up all of my time. So I I really don't be thinking about, you know, dudes and stuff like that. And, um, right now I'm in like a weird a weird um, stage with my uh, ex. Um, we've, you know, been dealing with each other. Poor child. I want to say since... nineteen. 19- 2008. I think it's either 2018 or 2019. My years are so like conjoined. It's crazy. Um, but we met 2018, 2019. I'm not sure. But um we've been on and off. Um and for me I'm at a place where I am, I want to take the next step, um, but I am petrified. Um, and the reason why I'm petrified, y'all, I guess it's going to be a therapy session. <laughs> The reason why I'm petrified is because um, I've never had a relationship um, where I felt safe. I always felt like when I was in a relationship, you know, we had our good times, we had our bad times, but I always felt like at some point a rug was going to be pulled under me. And and in a lot of cases it did, you know, the situations where, you know, I thought everything was good and a secret pops up and it's, it's, it's just not no ordinary secret. It's the whole bomb. And, you know, you have to react, and it, 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 it's a lot. Um, so I'm scared to be happy, and one day, you know, that happiness is literally stripped from me. Um, but I'm working through that. Um, and another, and I don't know, we're just, I don't know, he's not ready, I'm not, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm all the way ready. I felt like um, there's still some things I need to work on with myself. 
Um, and I know he, you know, he lets me know that, you know, there's things that he needs to work on. And, you know, we have conversations about um, the future and we have conversations about um, how are we like really feeling and how are we really trying to deal, how are we really dealing with, you know, day-to-day life. And um, I think that's helped us uh, become closer as friends and um, (laughs) I do love him. Um, and that's another thing that scares me is that, um, this is the first person where I, I love, um, and it's not, you know, the puppy love, like, you know, you, or the pseudo love, um, in relationships that you that I, you know, I'm going to stick to myself, that I experienced um, in my early, my late teens, my early 20s. Like, this is different. You know, I'm in a different mindset. I'm I'm like, I'm an actual adult. And, you know, it's different. And um, with that (sighs) comes with a lot. Um, And... And he knows this, you know, we we talk, um, he knows that, you know, I have really deep feelings for him and how I'm, I am nervous because um, I just don't want my heart broken and um, I don't know what we're going to come what's going to come from this. And, and, and that's the scary part and the... Um, and I'm starting to learn it's not really scary. It's interesting. It's the it, when you don't put labels and you don't stress uh, labels and you don't, you know, it's easy to just live in the moment. And that's what we're doing. You know, we conversate pretty much every day. Um, it's been hard to connect in this pandemic. Um, So I do hope we connect, you know, soon. But we talk every day. Like, there's some days that we, you know, we don't talk. But for the most part, we we conversate every day. Like, and, you know, he tells me stuff, you know, that's going on with him. I tell, you know, my things that's going on with me. And, you know, at the end of this, if, you know, relationship doesn't happen, I would love to be in a, uh, it's a friendship, you know, with him. And like I said, that's the most dope part about this whole situation is that we started as friends and, um, if none of this works out, if we just feel like we're un- we're not compatible and the relationship is just not going anywhere, we can still take a step back, get our lives together, 
get over that, you know, romantic aspect of a relationship. And, you know, I'm not saying it's going to take a month. I'm not going to say it's going to take, you know, two months. It may take six. It may take a year. But um, we still ha- we have this relationship where we can not talk to each other for, you know, a long time. But when we do get back in contact with each other, we still respect each other. We've never called each other out, out our names. We never, you know, degraded each other. Like, it's just different. He respects me. I respect him. And um, like I said, whatever comes from this, I'm cool with because at the end of the day, that's my friend. And I'm going to stick beside him. <laughs> but that's pretty much me. That's that's my mindset with, you know, relationships, how I feel and how I view. You know, I'm still single. And like I tell him, um, although... We're trying to slowly see what this is going to turn into. We still have to um, go out and meet, you know, people and figure out, you know, is this what we, you know, truly want? Um, And, you know, I used to say it all the time when we were together that, you know, he's totally different. And he is, like, (sighs) humble, meek-mannered, just totally different, totally different. I, I say it all the time, and, um... He knows who, he knows who I'm talking about, and you know if he's listening, he already knows what the deal is. <laughs> but um, with that being said, we're gonna wrap this up. When we come back, we're going to uh, wrap this episode up. This is EDS Squad After Dark. This is your boy Eli. We'll be back after this. And we're back. Um, I just want to say thank you guys for checking out another episode of EDS Squad After Dark. Y'all already know what it's given. Um, I just want to say before I uh, wrap it up that Eli's Hour of Power is out now. Um, Episode 1, Toxic Masculinity, is available on all podcast platforms. Go out and take a, uh, a, a gander, take a listen. Um, it's only about 35, 36 minutes. You can listen to it on your way to work or whenever. You guys will get some amazing, amazing um, jewels and nuggets and words of wisdom and, and facts and statistics. It's really, is really a good listen. Um, so go check that out. That's again, Eli's Hour of Power is out now, episode one. So go check that out. Um, And without further ado, I hope you guys have an amazing weekend. Have a good time. Turn up. Be safe. 
um and as well have a great week coming up i will see you guys same time same place you already know what it's given i live for each and every last one of you guys i love each and every last one of you guys and i'll see you guys real real soon peace This has been an EDS Squad TV production. This episode was produced and edited by Eli. Shout out to Anchor, the simple way to make a podcast.